My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. It's time we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. We, we, uh, <laughs> we, we have a lot to go over today, and uh, it was a pretty interesting weekend um, for me. Uh, I was supposed to speak at an event up in, in uh, Westcliff, couldn't make it, had airplane trouble. I'm not going to say anything more about it other than just airplane trouble, um, but pretty crazy stuff. Um, I also did make it back in time for the El Paso County Lincoln Day dinner. That's in El Paso County, Colorado. Uh, Vicki Tonkins, we've had her on before, um, was um, hosted that. And there's a group of uh, people that you guys, some of you have actually heard of, uh, Eli Bremer and uh, this other guy, Josh, that I don't even want to give him any, um, in, it, yeah, zero and zero, through a, an event of establishment people. And Mr. Producer, did you see who attended that event? <laughs> other than Lauren? No, Lauren didn't attend it. Not not the not the Lincoln Day dinner, but the Eli Bremer event that oh, no, was in protest of the Republican uh, fundraiser. Um, I I, w- I want to share this with you because I think it's important. So at this Republican, uh, and and this person said it was the who's who of the Republicans that were there, but everybody but everybody that he talked about, our our friend Sean Beadle, everyone that he talked about. <laughs> I had never heard of. <laughs> and if it wasn't for the establishment, oh, except for the, the pastor who's uh, one of the, uh, I, I call him the perverted pastor. He, uh, let me see if I can find this really quick, Mr. Producer. I think you'll find it interesting. Um, oh, here, here we go. All right. So it, it says, let me see if I can push this over to you. He's, he says, and guys, you guys are going to say, well, he, I'm confused, Joe. It says he. It is a he. It's a he dressed up like a woman. Um, I just shared it with you. And then in response to uh, Eli Bremer, and by the way, this is, this is what I call local trolling, and I get to do it because it's my show. <laughs> so, so those people that are in, in, uh, in Colorado know what I'm talking about. So we, yeah, the, so this is uh, Heidi Sean Beadle, I am at the Estabaganza. It is the who's who of Republicans. There's a Catholic priest here, and Steve, Pastor Steve Holt 
Stephen Varela is here. I don't even know who Stephen Varela is. <laughs> I don't even know who Pastor Steve Holt is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He's part of that church that has built like a high school drama club inside of it. Um, says he's a pastor. Really, he's just a leftist, just like the rest of them. But the interesting part about it is that Heidi Beetle, Sean Beetle, is aligning herself himself with this establishment. I mean, they're, they're celebrating each other, just kind of hanging out together. And that should tell you everything you need to know about them. But uh, Eli Bremer got up at the event at his house with, I think, 40 people there. Um, by the way, there was over 550 people at the Lincoln Day dinner that they said that they were going to boycott that no one was going to go to. It sold out and had a record fundraising day, by the way. Record fundraiser for the Republican Party of El Paso County because we kicked out the establishment trash. And, Mr. Producer, this was actually made by someone. This is on, we were kind of trolling uh, Sean Beadle. But go ahead and put that up if you would. Let's play it. We're not playing it. Says I'm not waiting for Lauren Boebert. I will leave Republicans to their party. <laughs> Bremer says Boebert might show up. Well, sorry for all of you, but mm, don't think that happened. She spoke at the Lincoln Day dinner, though, and it was a great speech. I wish she would have concentrated more on election fraud, but I do understand the establishment still has their teeth nationally. Doesn't have their teeth as much as in the state, per se, but nationally does have it. So today is going to be a, a different podcast because there's so much to go over with you. Um, but before we do, Mr. Producer, uh, there the pride... Guys, I'm going to have a little bit of fun, and you're going to let me have a little bit of fun. So hit the share button. We're going to have a little bit of fun, fun here. And uh, for those of you that say, oh, that's so wrong, that's so disgusting, I have finally figured out what the B in L-G-B-T-Q-I-M-O-P-Q-M-N-O-G-A-Z-V means. Um, I figured it out. Mr. Producer, let's put it up real quick. So it's L-G, print, B squared equals M, print, T-Q. That is the new... Uh, LGBTQ, MOPQ, NLZ, MABQ, NOGJKVLZ. So put it back up again, Mr. Producer. I want you guys to understand what this means. See, it, it was, uh, I think it was lesbian, gay, bi, trans, and queer, correct? Is that right? Is that, did I get that right? Uh, yeah, generally. All right. Or curious. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't figure it out. Okay. So, so the B. I couldn't understand what they meant when they said bi, but now I figured it out. So bi means you're gay and you're into bestiality. So you're so bi, for those of you who say that I'm bi, you might want to get rid of that now cuz bi means two, right? And it doesn't mean two people. I believe that it's bestiality and uh cuz <laughs> Hey, listen, I can make whatever fun I want. Because I think, I think it's important that we point this out. They're trying to normalize two things. Two really important things they're trying to normalize. One, grooming and pedophilia. And two, bestiality. 
These evil people are trying to normalize this stuff. And you're like, Joe, Joe, let them do what they want. Okay, do what you want, just not with our kids and not with farm animals or dogs. So the B inside of that stands for bestiality, which equals monkeypox. And many of you guys, so the CDC added this. Obviously, I'm just I'm poking fun at this whole thing, but because you know the CDC is involved in everything, and they want to say that monkeypox is this huge epidemic. It's not. It's not a pandemic epidemic. I mean, it is. But for the first time ever, Mr. Producer, if we could put this up, this is uh, Andy. No, the first known case of human to dog. <laughs> I wish I could make this up, but I can't. I cannot make this up. The first known case of human-to-dog monkeypox transmission has been documented in medical journals. The Lancet, the dog caught it from its owners, a non-monogamous <laughs> gay couple in Paris. Oh, my gosh. The greyhound developed an anal ulceration. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the greyhound gray developed I can, an like, ulceration and mucocutaneous lesions. I want to. So, how did the dog get monkeypox on its anus? Tim Pool asked. Tim, very good question. And so, I'm 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 trying to be as curious as possible in all this. Okay, so we were talking about that song, just in case fair use comes up at all with the use of that one piece, um, because I don't even know, I mean, some of you, by the way, are just spit up your coffee, and I'm really sorry if you did. No. No, it's not Paris, Texas. It's in Paris. It's in actual Paris, France, Right? And so the, the reason why I'm talking about this is because, well, I mean, aren't you guys curious as to why people would be abusing animals? And I'm not saying that's what happened, but, I mean, monkeypox, you can't breathe in the same room. Contrary to Fauci, F- Fauci, contrary to what he said back in the 80s about the AIDS epidemic, you, you couldn't catch that from standing, staring at someone either in the other room. It was predominantly spread by sexual contact and blood transfusions as we note in the the young man that was in a bubble for um, nine months before he died. Okay, so two men <laughs> am I going to read this? <laughs> Do you want me to read it? I'm, I'm going to read it, but I, I don't want to really read it. But I want everybody to understand that there's it is gross. Macbeth says it's gross. <laughs> it is. We have to talk about it. Because they're saying that this is a, a pa- the new pandemic. They actually I, have a study. <laughs> I'm going to mark myself safe from monkeypox. Okay, where they say that 99 point, or, or excuse me, 98 percent comes from from uh, um, in the in the the, the LGBTQNRZ community, and the other two percent are those that have not yet come out. <laughs> hey, I was talking to my friend this morning and he is he's gay and I was joking with him and I was like, "Bro, you going to are you going to do we need to worry about you in this monkeypox deal?" And he goes, "No." And I was like, I go, "Are you sure?" And I I showed him this LG 
B squared equals M TQ deal. And boy, he could not stop laughing. The people that actually think this is funny are the people that are, you know, look, I, I, I wouldn't choose that lifestyle. You wouldn't choose that lifestyle. And if you do choose that lifestyle, God bless you, right? You'll have to handle that with your maker. I'm, I'm not in. I accept you where you are, not where I want you to be. But abusing farm animals and, and dogs, the two men were having sex with men attending the uh, Pieté Salpêtrière Hospital, France, Paris, France, on June 10th, 2022. One man referred to as patient one going forward is Latino, age 44, and lives with HIV under with undetectable viral loads on antivirals. The second man, patient two, is white, age 27, and HIV negative. The men are non-exclusive partners living in the same household. They each signed a consent form for the use of the clinical and biological data and for the publication of anonymized photo uh, photographs. The men had presented with a the men had presented with an anal ulceration six days after sex with other partners. In patient one, anal ulcerations were found in vesiculopustular uh, rash on the face, ears, and legs. Oh, boy. Patient two, that's a big word. I'm going to have to get that broken out in the syllables. In patient two, on the legs and back, in both cases, rash was associated with uh, thesnia, headaches, and fever four days later. Okay. Um, and then the dog got it. Not, no, no, we can't do it. <laughs> so that song is a reference to letting the dogs out of their kennel and hanging out with these men. A greyhound. I, I don't even know. I, I can't even. You can't make this stuff up. Now, today's podcast is very, very serious. We got some serious stuff to go over. But I, but I had to. I, I couldn't ignore this. I could not ignore it. I couldn't ignore it. I'm sorry. Couldn't ignore it. I wanted to ignore it, but I couldn't because we now know, and the CDC is now warning that community that B squared equals monkeypox. All right. So let's, let's, we're past this. Let's get into something I think is absolutely disgusting. We have, we do have an epidemic across, or excuse me, a pandemic across the country. We do. We have a massive issue in our country, and that is the infiltration of education environments for our children, the infiltration of the government with this communist, socialist, evil, demonic ideology. We have a problem. We have a problem that's basically a symptom of the problem. And all of these, by the way, are symptoms. They're symptoms of uh, moral degradation in our society and but we have a big problem. A CPS employee in Texas, and we're going to talk about the Child Protective Services. I want you guys to know a few things. One, did you know that Border Patrol is not allowed to photograph children coming across the border? That is left to NGOs. Now, nothing bad could ever happen with an NGO in charge. Could it? I mean, I don't, I mean, could it? I don't, I don't think maybe. I mean, the, the NGOs were used, nonprofit, non-governmental organizations, they're nonprofits. NGOs were used to steal elections and harvest ballots. That's what we found in 2,000 Mules and some of the information that came out and then basically going from ballot box to ballot box and dropping off ballots. But the Child Protective Services has, you know, we, ran, we, we were on a call this morning and I said, put on the brakes. We were going to talk exclusively about the FBI's um, 
you know, the sky is falling, dirty bombs, everyone wants a civil war, a guy attacks him with a nail gun. By the way, it, it wasn't even told what it was, but it's my understanding, Mr. Producer, it was a nail gun that the guy attacked an FBI office with. Yes. A nail gun. So he was shot and killed for a nail gun. A nail gun. They had to make sure they put him down. They probably told him prior to this, is probably an FBI person that they had been grooming, because that's what they do. They groom people. Um, but but we, we're going to talk about that. And then I go, no, we have to talk about what's happening across the country when it relates to children. So put this up, if you would, please. You guys are not going to believe this. CPS, Child Protective Service employee, is caught on camera telling a 14-year-old girl to become a prostitute when the girl said she's hungry. You can't make this up. Child Protective Services would more than likely remove a child from a parent who told them to become a prostitute. They should and they would, said family law attorney Mike Schneider. Uh, Keisha Baisley had nine kids. She turned to Child Protective Services to help her with her 14-year-old daughter who said that she was running away and causing trouble at school. My daughter told me that the worker had been telling her she should do these things, and she said she decided to video her. CPS is housing the girl at a hotel. She's one of a dozen of foster kids living at hotels in Harris County. In the video, the girl tells CPS employees she wants, wants food. The CPS worker tells her to be a prostitute. And we have this video. And uh, I'm going to tell you that they're recruiting kids in schools. They're recruiting kids in CPS. They're going after the most vulnerable among us. And the CPS, by the way, this is something to, that we need to report. CPS is disproportionately taking custody of black children. Yeah, these, I can't even, play the video, Mr. Producer. All right, we're playing it. With the story that you'll only see here on Fox, an employee with child protection. Well, you'll see it here too on, on Conservative Daily. Telling a 14 year old girl in foster care to become a prostitute. That's right, and this girl is one of hundreds of kids in CPS custody living in hotels all over the state. Fox 26's Randy Wallace live from Southwest Houston here with this story. Randy, the exclusive. Yeah, Jonathan, now earlier this year, a federal judge uh, scorned Child Protective Services for making kids available for prostitution in the CPS system. Now we have a case where an employee with that state agency is actually encouraging prostitution of a 14-year-old child. Be a home, be a real home. Wouldn't they remove a child from a parent that told their child to be a prostitute? They should. And they would. Keisha Basley has nine kids. She turned to Child Protective Services to help her with her 14-year-old daughter, who she says was running away and causing trouble at school. My daughter told me that the worker had been telling her that she should do these things. So she said she decided to video her. CPS is housing the girl at a hotel. She's one of dozens in Harris County. In the video, she tells the CPS employee she wants food. The CPS worker tells her to be a prostitute. I mean, she was basically encouraging a 14-year-old girl to become a prostitute. And giving her an incentive to do so and almost a threat uh, of not having her needs being met if she didn't do what this woman very explicitly told her to do. If I, me, the parent, was to do something like this to my child, I would be bashed, 
I will be called a horrible parent. I will lose my kids. Get your tail to that room. Basley filed a formal complaint with CPS. This should not happen to girls in their care. This should not happen. This is unacceptable. Jamie Masters, the commissioner of CPS, came to Houston to personally apologize to Basley and her daughter. I've never seen that happen before, where a commissioner of CPS comes in from Austin uh, just to apologize about something that's horrible that's been done to a child and a parent involved with CPS. I do not believe that that was genuine. I really don't. It's bad enough if it's one rogue caseworker. It concerns me that it may be bigger than that. And, and they need to investigate this and make sure that it's not just one person. And they've got to figure out a way to protect these kids. CPS sent us the following prepared statement. DFPS is aware of the video and has taken action. The person in the video who was employed as CPS support staff was dismissed from her position August 10th. The safety and appropriateness with which children in care must be treated is our paramount concern. Nothing less will be tolerated. Reporting live from the southwest side, Randy Wallace, Fox 26 News. Okay, so I want to I want to bring this up because I think it's important. There are a lot of people that are out there saying we have to protect our children, and we do have to protect our children. the 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 only reason any of us are in this fight is because of our kids. This is a CPS employee. Now, there, I, I don't know if you missed this part, but there's this part in here, and, and let me let me just tell you what it says. It says that there has long been allegations that CPS employees were recruiting children into prostitution. Recruiting kids into prostitution. Now they have a case of a worker on video telling a 14-year-old when she's hungry, I need some food. Well, then you need to go become a prostitute. It's happening right under our... And they're telling us, by the way, this doesn't exist. You, you know, someone said something to me the other day, or excuse me, today, this morning. They said, Joe, we got to do something about the election fraud. We've got to be able to go out there. We've got to continue to talk about it. I now know why they're attacking me, because I will not stop talking about the election fraud. They said, look, look at what happened with Hunter Biden. Now they have to 100% agree that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. That's real information, and he should go to prison for a long time. They said that. And I said, but it took two years. We're talking about the voice of the American people. We have to continue to talk about it. We keep talking about what they're doing to our children and human trafficking. Finally, by the way, Tim Tebow decided to get into the talk. And I don't want to take anything away from Tim. I don't. I don't want to take anything away from Tim and what he's done for those children who have um, major, major mental and physical uh, uh, ailments. They're, they're not ailments. I mean, they're, they're born that way. And they're beautiful children. And he puts, up, he puts on these events that are like having a, a high school prom for, for these kids. Some of them can't walk. They can't talk. He's done some amazing work. But he has his head firmly in the sand because he talks about nothing else. And finally, he steps out and he says, we have a human child trafficking problem. Now, he skipped around all the other problems, the fact that our elections and schools are, are used for grooming and CPS, but we have this problem, and we talk about it as if it's up here in this cloud. 
So as we start talking about CPS, don't you think it's important for us to talk specifically about the fact that it's happening right underneath our noses? And maybe some of you don't agree with that. But there's more cases like this than we know that are in CPS. And Child Protective Services has done some really, really crazy things. Really crazy things. I want you to know something else. If, if a Republican were involved in some sort of crime related like Hunter Biden, they would use that person's name everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere they can. They would make sure that that person was a pariah on society. Do you know what never came out about this CPS employee? Mr. Producer, please tell us what never came out about this employee. The one in Texas? Yeah. It's really simple. Her name. We don't even know her name. They didn't actually put out any details about him. No. And they wouldn't play the full video in full. Exclusive to this radio, the TV station. The, 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 re the reason why this is important is because who are they trying to protect? Who are they trying to protect? Mr. Producer, do we have this article from Gateway Pundit? I think we do. Which article? The fact that they're not allowing the names of Epper Jeffrey Epstein. Did you see that article? Oh, John Doe? John Doe. You won't believe this. The most prolific child rapist who hangs himself, he hangs himself in a jail cell. His long-term girlfriend has access to a book, information of people in positions of power and authority all over the country, all over the world. The Black Book. Ghislaine Maxwell, now going to jail. So there's information that Gateway Pundit has. Mr. Producer, put this up. You're not going to believe this. This is unbelievable. Who is John Doe? Mysterious, anonymous power broker is attempting to block Gateway Pundit from accessing Epstein client list. Let me ask you all a question. If you go up a little bit, Mr. Producer, I'll read a little bit from this. It's written by Jim Hoff. At the end of July, the Gateway Pundit reported on our legal efforts to unseal the list of Jeffrey Epstein's sex clients, the men and women to whom Epstein traded sex with minors for favors or money or both. However, in the last week, something truly bizarre and unexpected happened. An anonymous, this person, by the way, is anonymous. An anonymous John Doe, literally styled by his lawyer as John Doe, filed an objection to the Gateway Pundit, unsealing the, the sex list, client list. The court sided with John Doe over the interests of the press and the public to know what happened in one of the most remarkable court cases in U.S. history. It seems odd. Not an actual party to the suit is the only one who cared enough to file an objection and the court took their position even without ruling on whether the John Go could pr proceed anonymously. For the moment, the, the, the mysterious John Doe gets to have his cake and eat it too. John Doe uh, gets to try and shoot down the Gateway Pundit's attempt to shed sunlight upon the dark history of Epstein and at the same time he also gets to remain anonymous. 
Unfortunately for John Doe, the Gateway Pundit is not even remotely done. Take this down, please. The target of Jeffrey Epstein and the Clintons and Jelaine Maxwell was who exactly? Guys, we, we, we don't want to talk about the hard things. We want to talk about the fact we, we don't think the election was stolen. We know the election was stolen. I'm going to say it every day from the highest rooftop. They're stealing your voice. They're, they're enslaving you and then taking your money, which they just signed. They just signed this Inflation Reduction, Inflation Reduction Act, this, this bill that they signed to give money to foreign interests, give money to their buddies and their cronies and special interest groups and take it from you and raise your taxes and say, sit down, shut up, we'll tell you what to do next. They did that to take your money to fund into NGOs, nonprofit organizations, so that they can come after your children. Now, tell, me I'm, tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. Go ahead. I want them to come out and tell me I'm lying. Matter of fact, I want them to shed light. The reason why I put up that LGBT, LGB squared, I'm hoping one of them comes and does that so that more people will watch just this episode to look at what these evil people are doing in our society to hurt our children. John Doe seals up the client list of people that had sex with children. Ghislaine Maxwell gets to go. She gets to be the, the chip that they take off the table while all of the people that abuse children get to walk free. They get to go do whatever they want, act with impunity. These are billionaires. These are power brokers. These are bankers. These are politicians. These are royal family. These are the people that they're protecting. But you know who they didn't protect? Just like CPS is not protecting, they didn't protect their children because they don't care about the kids. Let's call it what it is. Let's tell the truth about it. When they go into the elementary schools and they put pornography in those books, it's to groom those children for this disgusting group of people that wants to steal the, the basic soul of your children. Tell me I'm wrong. And then I'll show you case after case after case, Mr. Producer. Whew. Put up B5. B5, Janelle Evans pulls back the curtain on her CPS case. For those who don't know this, Teen Mom 2 alum Janelle Evans opened up about her 2019 Child Protective Service case in a new TikTok video posted on August 14th. Evans' child, Kaiser, then six, and Ensley, then three, were removed from her care after David Eason shot and killed their dog, a French bulldog named Nugget. Eason's daughter, Marissa, was also removed from the home. Back in 2019, CPS tried taking my kids away for three months, but they had no evidence against me when it came down for anything, only cussing in front of my children. So they ended up dropping the whole case. After they dismissed the whole case, my lawyers told me that their office, Columbus County CPS office, was raided for all their computers. Evan said that she did a background check on a social worker and brought it to a court after she discovered a person had an extensive record. This is, I'm not making this up. She's been in trouble for multiple traffic violations. She's been in trouble for drugs before. I mean, the list goes on and on. This was before CPS hired her. Now, even though this was irrelevant to the case, I printed it out and brought it and while she's on the stand and she remembers, we slapped it right in front of them. She yelled objection and it was sustained. Nugget's death also led Evans firing from Teen Mom 2. Eason has been fired from the series in 2018 for writing homophobic and racist comments. 
It goes on and on. The thing that I want to tell you is they don't care who they put in CPS because they want thugs and evil people to try and take children. And here's why it doesn't affect you typically. Oh, that's right, it does. Because who funds it? Who funds these organizations? Now, there are times that CPS does a great job. I would say that there are some child protective services that do great jobs in certain environments. Others, I would tell you, that are directly there in order to farm our children out to the highest bidder. Let me draw the parallel for you from the Gateway Pundits article and what we're seeing happening in CPS. Jeffrey Epstein recruits and abuses children, typically from environments where they're in a disadvantaged environment. Takes those kids, gives them to some power broker or someone that's, you know, a, a stock broker or royal family or politician, lets that person have their way with this child, creates a book of all this information. He gets held responsible, but none of the people that had sex with those children get held accountable for their behavior. None. Oh, we cut the head off the snake. We took Epstein down. The Loyola, Loyola Express that went back and forth to his fantasy island were countless people way back a decade ago. Ladies and gentlemen, a decade ago, this is a guy that had to register as a sex offender and was still hanging out with some of the... Now, President Trump cut ties with this guy and said, Get, banned him from Mar-Largo. Banned him. He said, this guy's a bad guy. These are bad people. Now, they'll go back and they'll find a, a picture of him with Epstein. And I got to tell you, I, I know that President Trump is probably going, I wish I could cut that up. Now, they'll, they'll talk about things like something inappropriate that President Trump said. We've all said inappropriate things. But when the time came when he figured out who Epstein was, who, by the way, he was never on anybody's island. He was never on anybody's uh, uh, airplane. None of that ever happened. But when it comes time to hold those people accountable for raping children, a judge sides with an anonymous person. Tell me again the judiciary is not completely broken, that it is not completely morally bankrupt, that it is not defying the laws of our nation in, in, in open air. In open air. This judge, maybe the judge is actually on the list. Maybe the judge's friends are on the list. Maybe John Doe's on the list. Maybe John Doe's on the list. How does someone who is anonymous block access to the, the people that raped our children? And I say our with great conviction. They are our children, our children, our future, our fellow Americans, our neighbors, our neighbors' children. That's what they are. And they block it. CPS, let me put it. I like to do this Captain Obvious thing. CPS recruits kids to go into, into prostitution. It's happening all over the country. You got Jeffrey Epstein that's using those children for power brokers so that they can have free access to young kids. The client list of those that rape those children are not released. And CPS is removing children at a disproportionate rate to black and Hispanic families. Where do these kids go? I need to put something else up there so you understand this as well. 
Mr. Producer, we have this thing from uh, we we have this thing from. Let's see if I can find it real quick. That Ash got for us. It's eight USC one three five seven fingerprinting and photographing of certain aliens under a regulation of the Attorney General. The Commission shall provide for the fingerprints and photo photographing of each alien fourteen years of age or older against whom a proceeding is commenced under Section one twenty twelve twenty nine A of this title, requiring the state statute to fingerprint fourteen and older. But it is a, it is not against law to fingerprint younger than fourteen, but has been policy for decades. This is Border Patrol policy. Your U.S. Border Patrol policy prohibits for the photographing and fingerprinting of kids. Why would they? Why would they do that? The law also gives government discretion. They use that discretion to allow children to be trafficked through NGOs. You know, we want to be nice. Someone, someone on my Telegram channel said, "Joe, you're you're just mean sometimes. Like you you call people trash." All right, I'll play. I'll be your Huckleberry. Close your eyes for a minute. Close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes for a minute. Take a couple deep breaths. If you have kids. If you have kids, I want you to close your, close your eyes. Take that down, Mr. Producer. Your child is 14 years old. Your child's, you know, getting in trouble in school. The teacher who is a grooming teacher, let's say it's a teacher that is promoting the, the agenda of the radical left to pervert those children. This child is completely, you know, it comes from a really good home. The teacher says, I think that their parents are abusing this child because that teacher takes an interest in this 14-year-old, a sexual interest. Now, let's say that this teacher didn't act on that, but this is your child, by the way. All of a sudden, CPS show up at your house. Let's say you had a bad day. Snapshot. You have a bad day. You had to run to the store. Your 14-year-old's there by herself. This CPS person asks the 14-year-old, does your mom ever hit you? The 14-year-old goes, yeah. Yeah, she hit me with a wooden spoon. Oh, my gosh. The CPS agent is one of the people that's recruiting kids in this prostitution deal. See, teachers talk to CPS deal because they're all in this thing together, right? And you would say, nobody's that evil, but this is your child. You come home, the CPS is removing your 14-year-old. You fight like hell for two years. They removed your child. Only to find out that your child was recruited into prostitution at age 16. From 16 to 18, gets hooked on drugs, runs away from the foster home, the whole time was asking for help, but couldn't get help. This, this is a real, real issue, by the way. This is, I want you to keep your eyes closed because this is really happening in your life. Some, some of you have lost your children. You've lost your children to this, this indoctrination that happens. At 18 years old, your, your, your daughter finally comes home. God forbid it might be your son, but let's say your daughter comes home. And I mean, it, God forbid it's your son. I have a daughter. I don't even know. The reason being I say that is because women that go through this, that are pushed through the system, they survive. Men are killed. Boys are killed. That's a known fact. Boys that are, are put into prostitution at young age are just killed when it's done. They're not left. They're not left to live. 
let's say let's say that your daughter comes out at 18 and tells you everything that happened from 14 on to 18 and so that you're, you go back to the CPS and you're like how could you do this and the very person that you're talking to got promoted all the way up the chain and now is the person that runs CPS in that area you take it to court you take it in front of a judge you sue him you get the attorney general's office that then starts attacking your family, attacking you. All of a sudden, the IRS shows up, starts auditing all your financials, going after you from the IRS point. The police show up and say, hey, your dog's not on a leash. You're, they start, this, this is what we're up against. And I want to call these people anything but evil trash? You want, me, you want me to be nice to them? You want me to turn the other cheek? You want me not to cuss? Cussing is the, is the least of your worries if you're assaulting and abusing a child. And they say, Joe, you call for violence against these people. I, what else is, is going to stop them from abusing our children? Six months probation? Maybe we give them an island and an and a airplane and we let them take politicians over there to abuse children. Maybe we make them a travel agent. That, that always solved the problem with pedophiles. No, instead we legalize it. And I'm sorry if this hurts your feelings. You want me to be quiet. And then you want to throw the Bible in my face. This, by the way, happened. And say, I'm a preacher. I've been a preacher for 22 years. Great. And you're not supposed to cuss, Joe. It says right here in Ephesians, you're not supposed to cuss. You know what? Let me explain something to you. All too often, we want a seat at the table that Jesus would flip over if it was in a temple. We want a seat at that table. We want to sit down and we want to negotiate. We want to compromise. Isn't that, isn't that what they say? Let's compromise with evil. Let's meet them halfway. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're, for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. How do you compromise with evil? And how do you not have a warrior spirit in you that God rises up inside of you to say, these are our children? How do you justify it? How do you attack me? And by the way, I don't think shit's a bad word. I don't. And you say, well, you've used the F word before. I have. I don't like to. But how in the world are we attacking people for the words when we watch the actions of others that we're not willing to speak up to and we're not willing to stand up to. But we're willing to let them stand up and attack me for talking about and being Captain Obvious with our children. See, see, this is the problem 
this is the problem with our society, is that we're told to stay calm. We're told we must remain calm. We must, we must talk this out. I'm not talking out jack sh with a pedophile at all. You were to hurt my kid, I may go to jail. I may. But you will be drinking through a straw for the rest of your life. You will be crapping in a pan, if not a bag. And people would say, that's violent. And I would tell you, hurting a child is violence in a way that should, that I may forgive them. I may. After, after I'm done with them, I may, I may forgive them. We had a couple of calls that came in based on Tig being on the show on Friday. And he said some words that I was like, oh, please clean that up. And he was talking about pedophiles. And the more we get into this, the more we, we, we start to say that we've been, we, we've been apathetic. When they took God out of our community and took him out of our schools and said separation between church and state. No, see, that was meant to, 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 take, to keep government out of church, not to keep church out of government. See, that's the mores of society, and that's the separation they tried to do. And now we sit here where the, the Gateway Pundit's trying to get access to a client list. CPS is out there recruiting kids into prostitution. Kids are being taken out of, out, of, out of school. And these are only the cases we hear about. How many cases do we not hear about? I don't know how we defend the defenseless and then call the behavior of defending them indefensible. I mean, let me say that again. I don't know how defending the defenseless, the ones that can't stand up or speak for themselves, become indefensible because somewhere along the line, it's promoting violence. And I don't know how people, and look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I'm going to reach out to Tim Tebow. I, want, I, want, I want, actually want him to come on the show. Somebody asked this morning, well, let's talk about the fact that Tebow is actually going through this right now. And I was like, okay. Well, let's talk about that. But let's also talk about the fact that he's not talking about what should happen to these people. I'm not praying for anyone that rapes a child. I will pray for them after they get consequences. I won't. Now, does that make me a bad person? It might. It might be, in some eyes, they might say, Joe, it doesn't mean I won't forgive him. But if the only way that you stop someone else from raping a child is to make sure that that person feels Im immense pain, then I'm for it. And you would say, Joe, you can't say that. Yes, I can. That child's life is, I mean, it, they, deserve to have, they, they deserve to have safety. They deserve that the people in positions of trust to actually do good for them. They deserve that. We deserve a judiciary that does not hide those that do improprieties against our children. Yet this corrupt judiciary across the entire country is protecting those people that are hurting our children, including the Clintons. Put a B10 if you would, please. And yet another example, Texas, clean up your act. Clean up your act, Texas. Actually, just clean up Austin and all the other perverted, Democrat-controlled cesspools. The head of embattled Texas child abuse investigations resigns after less than a year. 
This is on August 13th. Texas Associate Commissioner for Child Protective Investigation has resigned after less than a year on the job. Robert Rich Richmond's brief tenure at the embattled agency was marked by two major headlines. A botched investigation into alleged sex trafficking at a foster care facility and Governor uh, Greg Abbott's directive to investigate parents of trans teenagers. According to his resignation letter, Richmond is leaving the Department of Family and Protective Services to pursue an opportunity to continue my law enforcement career. Ha <laughs> ha! Law enforcement career. Can't look into sex trafficking at foster care facilities, can you? It goes on to say that he joined the agency at the end of September 2021, earning 150k a year. His last day is Sunday, according to the letter. He did not immediately return a quest for comment. And uh, Marissa Gonzalez, who's the spokesperson for uh, DFPS, said the agency has no comment. An associate commissioner for child protective investigations, Richmond oversaw the arm of the agency responsible for investigating allegations of child abuse and neglect, child care licensing investigations, special investigations, human trafficking. His vision came under fire in March when he came to light the employees of a licensed foster care facility had allegedly engaged in sexual misconduct with the residents. The refuge in Bastra specifically catered to young girls and women who had been sex trafficked. Wow. This is the worst part. DFPS did not remove all the children from the facility for more than a month after the first documented report of sex abuse. Wow. Take this down, please. A month. You have a foster care facility that are being sexually abused and they leave those kids in there for another month. And I'm the bad guy for pointing it out. Guys, doing a show on Monday morning, this is, this is a hard show to do. This is a hard show to do. Why is it a hard show to do? Because look, I don't care if you grow up and you are convinced at a young age and you grow up and you are gay. That is between you and God. And if you don't believe in God, that's between you and God too. You'll have your chance. But what, what we should 100% fight for, as we fight for our voice while this perversion is using this bullhorn, there are a small amount of people in our society. And where, when you have a cancer, when you have bad people, who do they surround themselves with? If you're a bad person, do you surround yourself with good people or bad people? So it only takes one person to get a position of power and authority to spread a cancer throughout an, a government agency, throughout politics. And then once one becomes two, becomes five, becomes 10, which is what we have, we have to go through what's called a purge. This, by the way, is why Governments don't last. That's why the United States lasts 250 years. And the only reason it lasted this long and given us the ability to open up the veil is because there's too many checks and balances that are trying to break down little by little. They knew that this was a 200-year sprint. Maybe 200, maybe 50, 40, 50. But in order to break down social norms... You have to get away from God's law. That's a different, that's a bigger game than just, I can get this done in five, 10 years. But when you steal elections, you put pe people in positions of trust and authority, and you change the fundamental value of what kids are taught, and you allow for perversion, you allow for pornography, you allow for prostitution, you allow for trafficking of children, you allow for these things because you're a bad guy, you can expect that it's going to grow throughout our government. And now it's perverted at every level. We have, our, our government is completely corrupt. There's nothing left of it 
the, the strings of a lack of corruption are so little. And the thing that we saw on the first article that came out of Texas, again, another one in Texas, this employee is caught on, on, on camera telling a 14-year-old girl that she needs to go be a prostitute. If she's hungry, go be a prostitute. We can get your money so you can eat all you want. Go do, be a prostitute. Yet, guess what that employee was, they never said about that employee. Which, by the way, I have something for my warriors in Texas. I want you to get me the name of the CPS employee. I want her name. Get me her name. I want her name. I want it public. I want everyone to say her name. This is a woman that wanted to recruit children into prostitution. I want her name. Do you want her name? I want her name. I want her name on every billboard. I want her name on every newspaper. I want her name everywhere. I want everyone to know who this CPS employee is. Why? Because that's a deterrent. I want to make it so that Starbucks won't hire this person. But you know what? They're not going to, they're not going to do that. They're going to take this employee and they're going to find another place inside the government apparatus for this person if we don't stop it. Tell me I'm wrong. So who do I have in Texas that can go get me that name? Go get that name. Go get me the name. For those that are in Texas, go get me the name. And then get it to us, 888-441-1121. Get me her name. But there's more. We can talk about the World Economic Forum. And the connection between the LGBTQ, LGB squared equals MTQ movement, the World Economic Forum and the Agenda 2030. This is an article that was written about this, which I thought was interesting. Written by the second smartest guy in the world. The last two and a half years have seen COVID, Ukraine, and climate change take center stage in the media. We're also warned of a manufactured food and energy crisis as we head into winter. All of the above, the World Economic Forum and Agenda 2030 in common. The latest big news in the media are transgenders and the LGB squared equals MTQ. How on earth could they have anything to do with the WF and the Agenda 2030? The answer, I'm afraid, is everything. Let me explain. So it goes into first came Pride Month in June, according to the BBC website. Pride Month is about acceptance, equi equality, and celebrating the work of their, their people, educating on the LGB history, raising awareness on the issue affecting the LGBTQ community, and also call for people to remember how damaging homophobia was and still can be. Let me take that down for a minute. I don't give a crap if you're a pink unicorn. I could care less. I don't, I don't care what, what you do when you're in your bedroom. Actually, I do. I think you should leave farm animals and I think you should leave dogs alone and cats and whatever else you get your hands on. I think your sick mind should concentrate on other people that are consensual in that environment. That's what I think. And not children. But beyond that, what you decide to do is on you. Does not affect me. Does not affect me. There's no, we're not afraid of you. There's no, there's no fear of gay people. Nobody walks around going, oh my God, oh my gosh. And my friends that are gay are like, man, I don't even know what's happening with those people. I don't even know what freaks are out there that are running these shows, but none of us feel this way. 
We just want to be left alone. We want to be accepted. Hey, accept me where I am. I'm not going to talk about anything in public and do things that... I'm, they don't want it. They want to be normal people, accepted for who they are, their character. But not this new group. This new group that really wants to inflame, create, groom. Before we go, we, we do want to talk about this. I want to talk about the, the thing we're sending out to... Um, for the fax blast today. Mr. Producer, can we put this up? I want to read what the fax blast is about. Do we have it, Mr. Producer? We're, we're going after our elected officials fully. And I actually think we should go after them in every single state. That every legislative group out there should be, should be passing things that help us protect us as, protect our children, protect our communities. I'm going to go ahead and read it. So this today, we want to tell Congress to abolish all speech codes and the First Amendment violations by the government. Uh, I think this is, uh, uh, as we discussed yesterday, the mainstream media uh, narrative this week is that Joe Biden is presidential and Congress is delivering for the American people. That's what they're saying. They're saying that they're literally... <laughs> they, they are delivering. But we also discussed last week the so-called rulers of the United States, the SCROTUS, and the Congress are brazenly violating all of the inalienable rights. They swore an oath to protect those rights, and they are silent about those violations. So, so we have a letter that we're sending to, to Congress. Attention, Congress. The state media apparatus is in full court press today, trying to paint the pain Americans are feeling as historic achievements of the administration and your work in Congress. This is nonsense, of course, and we the people see through it. Your media partners tell us that our pain is good for us. And the Congress suspended our rights in implementing policy to, at record pace, bring about this economic crisis is a net positive. That's what they said. By the way, even people that are, they say they're Republican, they're nothing but Democrats. Crenshaw. Sorry, I had to say it. Positive for who? You and your cronies? Let me ask you something really quick before I finish reading this. How in the world do any of the things they're doing affect Congress? They get paid no matter what. They got millions of dollars in their coffers to, to pay their staff people. They walk around with impunity. They feel no pain. Because when they feel pain, they just give themselves a raise. They have people that drive them around in cars. They have their own security detail. They get access to stock purchases and picks so that they can actually make millions and hundreds of millions of dollars. How are they affected by the things that they're doing? Let me remind you, they're not. They're not affected by our children being abused. Child sex trafficking, the reason why it doesn't utter out of their lips is because they're the ones that are engaging in it. And now they want to tell us that what we're going through is it's righteous, it's good. You should go through this $5 gas. You should go through the fact that we're dependent on the CCP. You should go through the fact you don't have a voice. You should sit down, shut up, and like it. We've asked you to stay in the gap for our rights, and you remain silent. You don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. But, in grace, perhaps we haven't been specific enough. We want to leave no room for doubt that the demand for remedy, so we will break this down right by right in the coming days. We will leave no room for doubt. 
The First Amendment, Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peacefully to assemble and to petition and govern for redress of grievances. The free exchange of ideas is non-negotiable in a free society. All opinions are allowed to be shared and debated, and people should be allowed to decide what is true and right and just based on that free exchange. In other words, individuals must be free to express their opinions regardless of how popular it may be without fear of retribution of government prosecution. Persecution, excuse me. As Students for Liberty recently shared, it is extremely problematic for anyone to be given the authority to determine which opinions are to be deemed acceptable or not. Yet in the name of political correctness, this is a phenomenon that could be easily be observed in many countries today. Governments are showing an increasing trend of shutting down discourse that they believe may be subjectively offensive to certain people. There is an alarming tendency towards censoring opinions on controversial topics. Such actions stem from a belief that it is better to shield individuals from being exposed to views and arguments they may not appreciate as opposed to endorsing constructive dialogue. You are the Congress and have overseen this trending decline in First Amendment protections. In many ways, we the people feel like we are living through 1798, the, atroci the atro atrocious alien and sedition criminalized government criticism. And this was a major political issue in the 1800s election as the act was used by President Adams to go after a political rival, Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson wisely pardoned those who had been convicted under the act, and the Supreme Court never heard arguments on constitutionality. In New York Times versus Sullivan, the court declared that although the Sedition Act was never tested in this court, the attack upon its validity has carried the day in the court of history in 1964. The First Amendment is time-tested to be fundamental to the preservation of liberty. You're going in the wrong direction, and we the people will not allow it. As your media and corporate partners like Twitter are now announcing that you will once again restrict and punish political speech in the public square, you have been entrusted by the people to preserve our First Amendment rights. You swore an oath as such. By the way, notice that this isn't sent to just Republicans. This is to all in Congress. So the remedy requested to honor your oath, you must abolish speech codes, remove protections and incentives for businesses like Twitter who violate American rights in the public square and restore the First Amendment uninfringed to the American people. We've seen how fast the Congress can move when pushing your own agenda against the people. We want to, want to hear that you can't remedy these grievances. You have one job that is above all others to protect and defend our right against enemy attacks. If you don't, it's because you won't. And that tells us everything we need to know. So in the link, Facts Congress today, demand the abolish speech codes, remove protections of incentives for businesses who violate American rights in the public square and restore the First Amendment uninfringed to the American people. That is what is going out today. I have so much stuff that I want to go over, and I'm not going to have time to do it. I'm not going to have time to do it. I, I, I want to, but I, I don't have time. And I don't want to keep, the, keep you guys on here for, for another hour going through it. I do want to say that uh, the Atlantic, CNN, New York Times, Smear, the Gateway pundit with explosive quote that we never made. It was posted on a Telegram channel that is not ours and we have no control over. So now what they're doing is they're just using things. The same thing they did to me, saying that I said that I wanted to hang all my opposition, which I never said. I said, if you're a traitor to this country, the law allows for death. If you commit treason, it allows for death. But they then reassigned that and Jenna Griswold ran with it that piece of trash Secretary of State who works for George Soros or the piece of trash uh, Polis, Governor Polis, who literally named a business 
on live TV in order to have people go and persecute and attack that business because he's a Gestapoist. You say, oh, he's Jewish. I don't really care what your heritage is when you do things that align with people who are of the Nazi ilk. And that's what these people do. So Alan Furr wrote a piece in the New York Times on the FBI search ignited the language of violence and civil war on the far right. The purpose of this piece is to tarnish the reputation of President Trump's most loyal backers. The author claims attack federal law enforcement officials wherever they sought to investigate the former president or his allies. That is 100% false. Mr. Producer, do we have the video, by the way, the Mockingbird media video? I think it would be appropriate to end on that. Is this from that article? Yeah, we played it a couple days ago. We played it a couple days ago. It was the one from, do you know which one I'm talking about? Um, hopefully, maybe Ash, if she's paying attention, she can drop it inside of the, um, she can drop it inside of the, the deal here. If you remind me what it was, I can find <coughs> it real quick. It, it's the one where they talked about the FBI raid and the, the across that they said that it was igniting violence and all the media said the same thing over and over again. It was a mockingbird media. Again, how all the media, I think Ash is going to find it here in a minute. Or you guys can find it. it we, played it on the, we played it on the show. The, the, the dangers in our society is that they want to keep us guessing and looking over here, over here, over here, over here. And for those of you that aren't paying attention, we, we have to be able to validate bullsh Bolsheviks. <laughs> we got to be able to validate it. So often we have people that say that they're coming out and they have bombshell information. That bombshell turns out to be a nothing burger. We already have all the evidence we need, guys. We already know what we're up against with the media. We already know that the FBI is a bunch of pansy asshats that are corrupted to the core. Now, does that mean there's not good people in the FBI? No. No, they have to keep a couple tokens around, right? But they're not allowed into the inner circle of all this bad stuff that they're doing. The thing that concerns me about what we're dealing with in this country is that we keep telling each other that there's nothing we can do about it. We keep telling ourselves that there's nothing we can do to protect our children. And this is why I talk about the doctrine of lesser magistrates, the 100-day plan. I now have consensus on that. Did you find it, Mr. Producer? You guys found it? Okay. Let's go ahead and play this. I want to play this really quick. This is... This will give you an idea of what we're dealing with with the FBI and the New York Times and all the rest of them. And this is related to the raid on Trump. This should tell you everything you need to know about these evil, evil people and how the media has been infiltrated by these disgusting creatures. Go ahead. ABC News, there's been a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon-related forums. Sources say there's been a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon-related forums. Sources also telling ABC News there's been a strong reaction from some extreme groups online, including QAnon and other groups. There's been a strong reaction to the raid on extremists and QAnon-related forums, including those that were active before January 6th. Including those that were active prior to January 6th. Including those that were active prior to January 6th. Involved in the January 6th insurrection. Including those that were active prior to the January 6th riot. Some have been calling for violence and even a civil war. 
Some of them include calls for violence and even a civil war. Some of them include calls for violence in online forums and even civil war. This was the top comment on the search on the pro-Trump site, The Donald, last night. Quote, lock and load with references to a civil war. Talking very violently about civil war. Searches for civil war spikes. They're talking about civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. Civil war. This is the kind of violence. This is the kind of violence. This, by the way, is the Mockingbird Media. This is the New York Times. This is why what they say about people like the Gateway Pundit is important. They make things up. Like simply said, the phrase, this means war, has never been written by the Gateway Pundit nor has it ever been published on our website or any of social media. This complete lie about the Gateway Pundit has been picked up by dozens of mainstream media outlets. Gateway Pundit is reaching out to the authors as well as our attorneys about this matter. Sue the living Jesus out of them. This is what is happening, guys. They're just going to lie. We know that they're attacking our children. We know why they're stealing elections because all of those lead to symptoms that we're dealing with right now inside of school boards and such. And the reason why they attack me with such veracity and viciousness is because I'm going to continue to talk about it. Now, I, I will tell you that I'm going to continue to talk about it. I'm going to continue to work on working the problem with you. So we have, we have plenty of work to do. I want to tell you that we have, we have somebody on tonight that is going to be an explosive guest. His name is Peter Navarro. So Peter will be on tonight with us at 4 o'clock. Hopefully you get a chance to, to listen to him. I have lots of questions for Peter, and I look forward to having that call. He is a, he is a, uh, a truly amazing man. Um, tomorrow we have on Cash Patel. Um, so we'll be able to get some information from Cash as well. We're going to pray now. I, I want to, you know, that, that's it for this episode, but I want to I pray with you. So please stay with me. Um, I told many of you about my friend Derek. He had open heart surgery today. Um, so we're going to pray for him as well and pray for his family. And I know that a couple of you have reached out and said, hey, you're dealing with some stuff, so I'm going to pray for you guys as well. Listen, we, th this is to start your week off with the idea that we have to stay on mission and start attacking the things that are, uh, that are hurting us. We need to talk about the elections. We need to talk about the fact they've stolen those elections. We need to talk about the fact the machines are, are absolute garbage. And we need to talk about um, mail-in ballots and all the work that they've been doing in order to steal your voice with such chaos. Um, and we're going to continue to talk about those things. We're going to continue to talk about what they're doing to President Trump, and we're going to go after them, or we're going to go after their throat. Sorry. We're unapologetically going to make sure swallow truth by the gallons. With that said, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to be here today. Thank you for our listeners. Thank you for those people that are ambassadors of truth. Thank you for those that share truth, that dive in and discover truth, that come to their own conclusions, that wake up and understand what we need to do in order to save our nation, Father. Father, thank you for the stamina that you've given us, the, the courage that you've given us, the conviction to stand in truth regardless of the consequences. Thank you for the thank you for the the friendships that we've been able to develop. And thank you for those that are in positions of trust that actually are doing good work, Father, in order to preserve our nation. Thank you for pulling back the veil and giving us access to what they're doing in our society so we can put a stop to it. 
Father, I would ask you to put a hedge of protection around our hearts and our minds. I would ask you to guard our bodies and to keep us healthy. Help us to spread with wisdom the truth wherever we go. Father, I ask for a special blessing on Derek. I know he just came out of surgery. I would just ask you to, to bless him and to heal him and to help him recover quickly. I would ask you that those that are, that are having health problems or medical issues, I would, Father, I would just ask you to be with them and to heal them and to give them comfort. Father, I would ask you to help us to stay on the path of righteousness and to speak truth unafraid of what the consequences might be just knowing that it is our responsibility to put us in a place of restoration in our community father please protect our children please protect the children most vulnerable to us please protect those children that are not getting food that you may multiply the food they are able to get that it may nourish them it may strengthen them it may give them conviction to understand what is true and not true Help to muzzle and to stop these, these people in positions of trust and authority from recruiting and grooming our children. Father, I would ask you to expose all the people that are abusing children. I would ask you to expose them in such a way that we can see it clearly. I would ask you to, to change the, the verdict in, in New York to unseal the, the people that were involved in the sex trafficking ring that were abusing children the clients that were abusing children of Jeffrey Epstein's, I would ask you to, to unseal that record, Father, and allow everyone to know their names. I would ask you to have that house fall. I would ask you to have the children that were abused by these people to be able to come forward, that people will listen to them, that they will publish them, that they will put them up and make sure that they are protected while they speak of the untold crimes that happened to them as they were younger. It's a trying time, Father. I just I thank you for giving us peace, giving us joy, allowing us to have that joy in the, in the middle of all of this chaos and all of the evil that's been perpetrated upon us. Give us the strength, Father, to be bold, to be courageous, and to do your work. I ask for all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We'll be back at 4 o'clock with Peter Navarro. should be a great interview. And then, uh, you know, I'm not going to stop talking about truth. Go support the Gateway Pundit. Brian Lupo writes some great articles over there, as Jim and, jo uh, Jim and Joe do as well. And they speak truth. I don't know how they put out so many articles every day, but they put out some fire every single day. Um, go check out the Fax Blast, become a member, and join us in the fight. God bless you all. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, 
and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America. America.